This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Brex, which started out serving startups, now says it is less suited to meet the needs of smaller customers. Corporate spend management startup gives SMB customers until August 15th to move money. By Marianne Azevedo. Three months after announcing it would make a big push into software and enterprise, fintech giant Brex is apparently abandoning the very segment it started out to serve, small to medium-sized businesses. Some startup customers report that they got notice they would be booted off the platform on August 15th. Brex published a brief explanation on its website, saying that it is constantly evolving its business and, as it does, it has become less suited to meet the needs of smaller customers. In that missive, Brex told its SMB customers that their accounts would remain active until August 15th, giving them time to move their money to an external bank account or other alternative platform and transact on their Brex card. The company provided the same deadline for topping up any deficit that may exist in their account. It also emphasizes there is no opportunity for appeal. The company ends its explainer by simply saying, We've appreciated your business and wish you all the best in the future. In an interview with TechCrunch after this article was first published, CEO and co-founder Enrique Dubagras clarified exactly who would be impacted by the move, which we covered in a follow-up piece linked in the text version of this article. Firstly, Dubagras emphasized that the company remains committed to startups. When asked about the criteria in which it determined which businesses would be impacted by its move, he said that Brex chose to no longer work with any businesses that did not have some sort of professional funding, either venture capital, angel money, or funding from an accelerator. As a result, tens of thousands of businesses were told their accounts would be shut down as of August 15th. Dubagras admitted the set of criteria may not have been perfect, but that it had to happen. For the unacquainted, Brex is one of a number of companies in the corporate spend management space that has grown increasingly crowded and competitive in recent years. Originally, Brex was a startup focused on startups. Specifically, it provided corporate cards aimed mainly at startups and SMBs. Brex gradually evolved its model with the aim of serving as a financial operating system for companies. Historically, it has generated its revenue from interchange fees. But earlier this year, the company announced it is making a big push into software, which means its revenue generation will be more diversified as it will now be making money off of recurring revenue from subscriptions to its software, in addition to interchange fees. Brex is also placing greater emphasis on moving up market to serve larger customers. Its move to stop servicing SMBs is shocking, to say the least, and one can only assume as market conditions have shifted it no longer wants to take the risk of serving less cash-rich customers as a way to limit their own credit risk. Talk about a fair-weather friend. 
The announcement is even more perplexing as it also comes not that long after Brex announced that it was rolling out IRL advertising in a few American cities in an effort to attract, you guessed it, SMEs. Earlier this year, five-year-old Brex confirmed a $300 million raise that valued it at a staggering $12.3 billion. The company as of March had about 1,100 employees, saw 100% year-over-year revenue growth in 2021, and a customer base into the 50,000s, according to Dubu Grass. He has declined to reveal hard revenue figures, but previously told TechCrunch Brex was still focused on growth and not yet profitable. The company also told TechCrunch in March that the majority of Brex's revenue still came from interchange fees, but that it expected that the production of SaaS revenue and other revenue lines would grow over time. We'll have more in the form of industry reaction later. Note, this article was updated post-publication to include comments from Brex's CEO. Marianne Azevedo's weekly fintech newsletter, The Interchange, launched on May 1st. Sign up in a link embedded in the text version of this article to get it in your inbox. Spoken Layer To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 